Hey everybody, <clears throat> it's Pastor Chip. Hope y'all are doing well. Summer's here. <laughs> Summer's here in season, but seems kind of cool and rainy where I am. But um, anyway, listening to a commentator the other day, and he's talking about Lot's wife. You know Lot. In the Bible, in Genesis, Lot, you know, was Abraham's nephew. And uh, Lot's wife was with him when they were in the Sodom and Gomorrah, and they had two daughters. And it mentioned... This commentator was talking. A hundred and forty or so women that are mentioned in the Bible. She's the only one that's told not to look back. And you know, there's, we're told a lot of things in the Bible uh, without kind of clear consequences, but she's told not to look back. And you see the fruit of her decision played out in the story in Genesis. The angels, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics in this story of Sodom and Gomorrah, you ought to read it and think about it. You know, a time when Jesus was walking on the earth with the angels and and men and and these angels were interacting with men and I mean just pure evil. Kind of makes you wonder could it get any worse? And then you think about today and you're like, oh crap, yeah, it's worse, all right. Sodom and Gomorrah ain't nothing like some of our world, but that's another story. <clears throat> but it's bad. It's really bad. You know, they're, God's about to destroy the plain where they live. Going to destroy all the cities and villages in that plain. And it says here in Genesis 19, verse 15, When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. <clears throat> and while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand. That's the angels, okay? They took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass when they brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain, except to the, escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. And then verse 28, well, 23, 24, 
25, the sun rose, and the Lord rained fire and brimstone out of the heavens. He destroyed the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and, and everything that grew on the ground. He just wiped it out like a nuclear blast. But 26 says, But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. She turned into a pillar of salt. How many times have you been told in your life, if you're going through troubles, don't look back? Don't look back. How many times has somebody told you to pack up and leave and maybe you've gone through a divorce or whatever? Don't look back. How about when you pack up and take a new job and you move, you sell everything off and don't look back. Don't look back. You know, it's easy to say don't look back. It's even harder not to look back. But what's God trying to get us to understand? What is behind us? It's not worth it. It's not good. You can never go back. Never. I don't care. I've traveled around the world all over in the military. I left home and... You know, lived overseas for years and come home and it's, it's never home. It's never, it's never home. It's not the same thing you left. People have grown, they've changed, the things have been built. Relationships, you know, you, you go away and you think, well, I'm going to improve myself, I'm going to clean up my act and make some money and quit doing whatever and when I go back she'll or he'll she or he will take me back but they're not the same while you were out doing your self improvements they were doing theirs and you know sometimes women say and sorry women, but seems to be mostly women that say this, but from my experience, we just need a little time apart. Guys, that's a sign of you're not going back. That's the easy way of pushing us out the door. Don't look back. Don't look back. Did a podcast a couple of years ago on God opening doors for us. And you know, as painful as it is, you have to step through that door. Sometimes we get shoved. Sometimes life makes decisions for us. We can't choose it, but we have to deal with it. We have to make the best of the situation. 
But you can't go back. You cannot go back. It's never the same. And when God moves you, He wants you to move. He doesn't want you to go back. He wants you to move. He moved Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. and He moved them. Different lands, different places. But He never sent them back. Never once did He send them back. You know, after World War II, there were hundreds of thousands of German soldiers that were captured when Germany surrendered. All the major cities in Germany were bombed to waste and destroyed. And you know, a vast majority of those German soldiers did not go back home. A lot of them were sent to England to work after the war to help rebuild England as prisoners. And some of them were sent to America and different places, France. And a lot of them did not go back home. You can't go back, people. It's the one thing God wants us to understand is when He's moving us, He's moving us to a a positive place, a new change, a better way, something that you're not used to, out of your comfort zone. You know, I moved up here to the mountains. My wife and I, we picked this place out. We wanted to do a ministry. We both love the mountains and the snow. and Oh, it's just beautiful up here next to heaven. But you know, when she died, everybody's like, why don't you move back home? Why don't you move back home? Especially my mom. She used to say, why don't you move back home? And I'd say, you know, Mom, I'm, I love you, but you know, you're going to be dead soon, and I'll be right here just as alone here as I am up there. And it's true. Now they're all gone. My home is sold. Nothing is as it was, or nothing is as it shall be. It's just the here and now. You have to trust God in His nudging, what He has planned for you in your life, where He wants you to go, and what He wants you to do. You can't, you can't live, you, you, you can't survive going back. You can't live going back. You can't, we can't turn back time. Golly, you know, I would love to turn back time and talk to my grandfathers again. Such wise men, and I just, so instrumental in forging me into who I am today. I wish I had learned more. But I can't. You've only got a certain amount of time. It's like my daughter, the good daughter. I got another daughter. I 
she doesn't want to have anything to do with me, and that's her choice. But I tell the good daughter, you know, spend as much time as you can with your children. Build those memories. Don't look back. You cannot get back time. You look back and focus on looking back. You, you're looking at a destroyed world. You're looking at pillars of salt. You're looking at things that you can't change. But you can change the here and now. You can make those memories. Don't be a pillar of salt. Don't be the one in the family that everybody says, oh, they're old, whatever. They sat around, moped, and didn't ever do nothing, and all they did was complain. I know plenty of them. Get out. Go hiking, go for a ride, go fishing, go camping. Go do something. You you saving up money for your kids? Let them save their own money. Spend your money. Go take care of yourself. People, life is short. I guarantee you, I promise you, life is short. We are not guaranteed our next heartbeat. Don't look back. This is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. And pray for our world.